Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, hello. Well, you're, be- well, you're being picky again. Damn right I'm being picky. That's the point. If we're going to use language to make sense, we have to be picky. If we're not picky, we're sloppy. How many errors are acceptable when we're trying to think through this stuff? Well, it depends on what our project is. Does it? So you're, you're saying yeah. there's a certain amount of nonsense and, and uh, incorrect uh, and inaccurate usage of language that's acceptable? Under certain circumstances. And we were talking about this before, about in terms of situations regarding therapeutic development of people. It's important that people understand uh, that what they're going through in a certain position of their development is natural and nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. That's not what you said, though. You said that that, uh, the dark night of the soul is absolutely necessary in, in an absolute sense. It may be necessary for you right now. Absolutely. But that's yeah, a whole different not, thing. Yeah, you're not wrong, but I, I I would state it that way because I think it's more therapeutically helpful to people to have it. Uh, okay. I, I disagree with you, but um, I won't argue with, it, with you. Well, how it's your help- call. Well, how helpful is it to say that it's not? Well, no, it's useful to say it's for you right now. This is going to be a very useful and productive process. What's wrong with that? Well, these things come down to style. It comes down to how well you're able to help people. If somebody comes in saying, I'm, I'm... feeling anxiety, I'm feeling depression, I'm feeling mm-hmm. and stress. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you would have to... Abs- okay, go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, one ahead. of the things you'd have to say would be what you're feeling is predictable and nothing yes. unusual. And I, have no cor- and I have no problem with it, you just said. What I had a problem with was the words absolutely necessary. Those are the words I was picking on. Well, I can say that anybody comes up and and claims to have navigated the waters of this journey to awakening and enlightenment without having experienced some form of dark night of stress, anxiety, and depression, and fear, that I would be... That'd be very rare. In yeah, this world, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I, like I said, I suspect that's the product of the fact that we raise children to be unconscious language monkeys to begin with, and they have to go through that 
in order to get past it. If they were raised properly to begin with, it may not be necessary at all. There may be no need for a dark night of the soul. There may be no need to outgrow the self if you never got stuck on the idea to begin with. Of course, you may be right. It's it's very early days on this. I know. I was just picking yeah. on one word, really, absolute. That was the word. If you had said this is necessary for you to go through this, and this is a good and positive thing, even though it's uncomfortable, that uh, the result of this will be a, an expansion of your awareness and happiness, uh, and for you this is going to be a good process, then I'd have no problem. But when you come out with it's absolutely necessary, I got it, that catches me. You know, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. but that's Absolutely. my job. <laughs> well, it does. It does need to be discussed. Certainly, it needs to be I, I itemized very precisely. Exactly. I agree. It may not be. Listen, you and I know we're both in pretty much agreement about almost everything. Usually, once we get through talking about it we usually agree that we're both in agreement on on what we're doing here <laughs> mm-hmm. i just you know, like i say my job is to straighten up language and uh, so when i hear things like absolutely necessary i start choking <laughs> if if we're going by a track record though and by uh, the, the the prior history I mean, every spiritual tradition has discussed the dark night of the soul and has something analogous to it. Yes, I've certainly had several of them. I've had more than one. Right. (laughs) So I know what you're talking about. So the weight of evidence appears to be in in the direction that it's possible that it might be absolutely necessary. Well, it yeah, but that's very different than saying it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> well, yeah, all I'm back. asking for, all I'm asking for, is language that is precise in what it's meaning, and and that's it. You know, it's real simple. I I, I understand. You know, listen, I I don't live up to my own standards much of the time. You know, I I'm, I when I listen to some of these recordings of my stuff, I'm appalled at the shit that comes out of my mouth. And if I'd been listening, well, I usually am listening, and I know when I'm full of shit most of the time. But um, you know, if I was in here listening to me, I'd probably I've probably already said ten things in the last two minutes that would piss me off. <laughs> so. You know, it's not like I'm jumping just on you. I'm as hard on myself about this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we do need we do need a lot more. See, I agree with you. The dark, the so-called dark night of the soul. Uh, for me certainly was necessary but it was necessary because I was so badly programmed to begin with I can easily imagine a being coming into the world and never having to to, uh, experience anything like that (laughs) the the concept of enlightenment would be meaningless to a person who uh, never needed to seek enlightenment who Mm -hmm. simply emerged into it as a natural part of their growth. Right. 
I, 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 I understand what you're getting across. Now try to explain that to somebody who is suffering. Well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't explain it to him that way. But right. I certainly wouldn't say it's absolutely necessary. I would say, for you right now, what you're going through is is part of a process that's going to result in your being a better, more conscious, happier person. Mm. And and you need to go through this instead of fight it. Mm-hmm. Or I even need to go through it. I wouldn't even say I'd say you can choose. To, to see, that's the thing is that Ultimately, you have to decide who the hell's looking through your eye. If you take any of this enlightenment shit for real, then who are you talking to? Who's going through the dark night of the soul? Nobody but Bob. <laughs> and if you take, if you're going to accept that, then who are you talking to? The the individual that thinks he's hurting is irrelevant. Well. You have to talk directly to Bob. Well, well, that that I well I, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. But it seems going, to me that, that I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, well, I, I was just going to say I, I think we have to take these things in steps, and there's a certain amount of developmental levels that need to be gone. I don't think so. That that I think I don't think enlightenment is approached step by step. I think Bob wakes really? up when Bob wakes up, and that can happen at any moment in any being at any time for any reason. Like I say, it happened to me with no preparation, no seeking, no nothing. <laughs> when the time comes, it's not me that wakes up anyway. Mm. See, this is where we need to get into it, because I would say the weight of evidence is going in the opposite direction of what you're saying. Well, you've been seeing different evidence than I have, because that's certainly <laughs> not the way. To, what I see around me, and from my experience, I see people who have been meditating and seeking enlightenment for 30, 40 years and are still looking for it. And they've incrementally increased their awareness, and they're still stuck in the idea that they need to get enlightened. So what good is all of that? And other people, the people I've met that I think of as enlightened, uh, the stories I hear for them is it just came out of the fucking blue. <laughs> and it may have come after years of meditation, but when the when the time came... It came of its own accord. It's not something we can do. Mm. Again, it's not me that does it, not Heron. Mm. There's only one self, and that self wakes up whenever the hell it feels like it. We're going to have to get very, very, very specific and particular. This is the time we can be picky about exactly how we're talking about this. I think what you're talking about we can refer to as peak experiences, but I don't no, necessarily... No, no, I wouldn't... I reject that. Peak experience can mean anything. You know, the first ex experience of sex is a peak experience. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm, we got to be very, very specific about what we're talking about. Yeah, well, peak experience doesn't make it for me anyway. What I'm talking about is waking up from the trance of self. Waking up from the idea that that voice in my head is me and that I am an isolated little bundle of 
psychological trauma that's separate from the rest of the universe and has its own little course and that I'm me and the rest of the world is not me. Even that is not well said. I've never been happy with any way to talk about this stuff, actually. And in mm-hmm. fact, I was just listening to that Ken Wilber thing, and the, and the thing he says, right, at least the one I was listening to, is exactly the same thing. There is only one self, period. End of story. You're talking about a non-dual experience. Uh, well, you can put other words on it. I don't, you know, you can call it a non-dual experience, okay. Again, the language is irrelevant here. It's about... I mean, people have been using this language for years, and then people can talk about non-dual experience, and but it's, there's a difference between understanding the concept and getting it. And it can't be gotten by the small self, the illusion of Heron. Heron can't do anything, can't wake up. Heron will never wake up, because Heron is an illusion. A fiction, a useful fiction, maybe, at times. <laughs> and, I, and I guess it really gets down to that, that idea that there's only one self. And that's, that's tricky business, though. I, I, mean, I mean, if that's really true, <laughs> that, really, that well. really screws all sorts of shit up from the way we've had it, anyway. Right. Well... Where I'm, where I'm, where I'm staking my claim at is that those awakening experiences, those non-dual experiences, will be a lot more likely to occur if a person is psychologically and physically and civilizationally healthy and in the right position. I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah. Generally speaking, I would say that, you know, statistically, that probably makes a lot of sense. And I say, if they were really healthy and all of that stuff, they wouldn't even need to have a non-dual experience because they never would have gotten stuck in their weirdness to begin with, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Dave, this is great. I'm glad you come in here arguing for your position. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so in the pursuit of getting people into a nice, healthier place, we do have to look at it developmentally and get people in a, Absolutely. In a situation. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> that, but 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 my my uh, my aim is again that's probably from my Zen training I guess is that that's really a fallback position in the absence of immediate enlightenment then you can work on it you know and and get less stupid and less unconscious and less damaged you know and remove all that and work on doing that but like I say the awakening comes in a flash it can come right now this moment doesn't need any preparation doesn't need anything well it wakes up when it wakes up now if you want to if you feel that you need to go through a 30 year process of enlightenment well then maybe you will need a 30 year process of enlightenment and purifying your body and mind and go through all of that and um, and that's okay, 
if that's what Bob wants to do. I got no quarrel with that. Yeah. Which is that well, I'm not going to spend 30 years working with somebody. The analogy was of, um, of course, it's always just the, the grace of Bob. It's always just a, a sudden happenstance with people. That, that, is, that is absolutely true. But the analogy has been made of, uh, the, I guess it was the great golfer, Jack Nicholas, who said, lucky, uh, it's just about luck. And the interviewer you have a lot. You know, your Today, audio is breaking up practice. really. Your 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 audio is breaking up really bad, um, and I'm not quite sure why. But I missed most of what you just said. Try it again. We'll see. If all right. And, and he said uh, that uh, golf is just luck. It's that's all about luck. It has nothing to do with the skill or anything. And the interviewer asked, "Well, you practice eight hours, nine hours a day. How do you account for that?" And he said, "Yeah, right. The more I practice." The luckier I get. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. The same thing. The more you meditate, the likelier that lucky strike is going to hit you. I agree with you. I have no quarrel with that. In the meantime, as long as you're under the illusion that you need enlightenment, you might as well keep meditating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing I think of is... There are have been a number of good meditation meditation teachers who say And I lost you again. I uh, say that again, Dave. There have been a number of meditation teachers who have repeated this and a number of different sources they've said that it's probably not a good idea to want to do a full meditation program and delete the sense of self with your sense it's not yet. You know, I see what the problem is here. You need to talk in shorter. I, I heard the first half of that, and then it started to break up. So, and, and so we can only go for about 30 seconds, and we need to stop okay. for a second and let things get caught up. So there are a number of that. meditation teachers. I can who, do that. Yeah, there are a number of med. I'll, and what I'll do is I'll cue you every, when when it starts to break up, and you just stop. And give it a couple seconds, and then maybe. So you said there were a number okay. of meditation teachers who what? Who have said that it's probably not a good idea to start a full meditation program and oh, start stop. disidentify with the I, with the sense of self until your sense of self until your sense of self is what fully developed. Um, well, you know, I, I would say you, it really depends on the individual you're talking with. I mean, sure. I don't think you can make a, a, a blanket abstraction like that for a certain individual. Yeah, a lot of people haven't, haven't achieved selfhood enough to transcend. But it may not be necessary. You may be able to shortcut the whole process so that there isn't even any need to ever generate that kind of a self in order to transcend it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, again, I, I don't know. Jamal has just typed in that waking up does not always need a healthy mind. Oh, I think that's absolutely true. Well, I think you're playing with fire. Well, of you course. Guys. But listen, being embodied in this universe is playing with fire. 
taking yeah. on taking on this game is playing with fire to begin with. If Bob didn't want to, shit, the whole goddamn universe is playing with fire. If Bob didn't want to play with fire, he wouldn't have had a universe to begin with. I think we can. I think we can level the odds a bit. Yeah, I think we can too. But you're talking statistics. All he's all Jamal said is it's not absolutely necessary for every single person. If if you want to gamble, okay. you, you listen to Eckhart Tolle. If he you sure want to gamble, well, we are gambling. You can't not gamble. You showed up. It's a gamble to get born. The healthier I am, the better off I'm going to be. That's Maybe. The playing oh, the yeah, odds. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I agree with that. But like I say, you know, you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle, I guess, right? Right. He was hardly a healthy person when he woke up. He was <laughs> fucked up, depressed, sitting on a bench, waiting to die, and he woke up. Out yeah, of you're, that. You're so, right. Your, your point is well taken. We cannot the make dark night blanket... Of the soul. That's, that, that's the dark night of the soul thing. <laughs> <Again>. Right. <laughs> you know? Your point is well taken. We can't make blanket statements about anything. There's always exceptions to every rule we can come up with. And in fact, my sense is that more people wake up out of a dark night of the soul than out of a steady progression uh, of uh, improving their their mental and physical health. Now, I may be wrong, but that's my bet, is that the people who, who are okay more or less and who are just improving it and getting healthier mentally and physically can go on doing that for the rest of their life and never wake up. Not that that's a bad thing. Again, that's just... That's just um, one way of Bob living, you know, living, playing his, his little game. Okay. Now I'm getting the, uh, the audio cut out. <laughs> well, it's only fair that it would do it to me. And now yeah. it's just been doing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the 30-second rule for you, too. <laughs> okay, well, I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, I lost everything you said just recently. Well, that's right. I don't know. I, so did I. I mean, once I say it, it's gone. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Mm, mm. Well, we, we, I, I, I keep saying we need more data. We need to figure this stuff out a lot more than we have. Absolutely. We're just beginning to get some sort of scientific understanding of this stuff. We've been plagued with silly talk about this stuff for thousands of years, and it's been totally, all, well, not totally, almost totally ineffective at, produced, at producing enlightened beings. After 2,000 years of Buddhas and awakened beings, uh, look at the planet. So whatever they've been doing hasn't worked. But like I say, I'm optimistic that we're beginning to get a handle on this stuff. You still there, Dave? Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to make any kind of blanket statement that there's one right way to awakening. 
No, but you say that, you imply that all the time in your language. And that's why I pick on it. Because I know you don't really mean what you're actually saying. I know that you know better. But when I listen, and again, I say shit I don't mean all the time, too. So, I mean, it's not like I'm not, well, I'm not as bad as you are, but I'm certainly not as as good as I'd like to be at saying, you know, using my language more precisely. But it's, you know, like I say, I'm brain damaged. <laughs> so are you, you know, and, and I'm working on it. <laughs> Right, it just seems so uh, stuttering and halting to continually be qualifying what you're saying every time. Yeah, I just want to get on with saying what. Yeah, but the thing is, is that uh, you got to realize that the person you're listening to doesn't know where you're going. They only hear your words. They don't hear your intentions. They hear your words, and if your words are inaccurate, that's not going to... See, it's okay for you and I to be sloppy in some sense. You know, like if, you know, if we've both experienced the same thing, then we can be sort of sloppy in our language use and just sort of get close. And if we both have the same experience, then we can sort of assume the other person can follow along. But if you're talking about something to somebody who hasn't had the experience and all they have is your language then, then I think, yeah, maybe it's halting and slow, but that's the way to do it. Yes, it's halting and slow. But again, that's why I sort of, sort of, I mean, that's the thing. If you want to learn physics, it's halting and slow. If you want to learn mathematics or any of these things, you can't just jump ahead. Of course, Again, and then, but my Zen thing says that's the way to do it. That the halting and slow thing is really the second is is not the best path. It's it's uh, well, you know, we've been through this before anyway. It comes, yeah, it comes down to style. It comes down to how well you can pull it off. Well, apparently I'm not that good because I I haven't had that many people wake up over the 30 years that I've been doing this stuff. Mm. So, you know, it'd be interesting to talk to Ken Wilbur and find out how many people that he's come into contact with over his lifetime have actually woken up to the level that he's awake as a result of of his work. I'd be love to hear his figure, whether it's four, four hundred, four thousand. I'll bet it's not very damn many. <laughs> He's got a bunch of followers, like all the other gurus around. Well, we have to be very, very precise about what we mean by waking up. Well, I know. I'd be interesting to hear what he says about that. Like I say, it'd be fun to sit here and have a... I wish he'd call in here sometime. <laughs> Why don't you arrange that and get him to call in here sometime? Let's hear what he has to say about this. <laughs> Mm. 
So is it just that understanding that the ego, the psyche, the self is not who I wouldn't even I, use I the word I wouldn't even use the word ego or psyche or self or any of that crap. I'd say the language machine. That seems just, to cover it. Once once that, well for me that was um I don't think that's everything. I don't know. There may be more you know, I've had I've woken up at least three times now. And the first time I thought I woke up, you know, and then the second time I realized, well, well, I sort of woke up, but I just woke up again. You know? okay. After the third one, I'm not so sure about that anymore. I'm not, I don't know how many more awakenings there are. This whole okay. idea of total and complete enlightenment, there may be something to that. I don't know. I can't really imagine what that would mean. I don't know how I'd still be alive and be totally enlightened. I, don't, I mean, I, that seems sort of... Seems, it seems to me as long as there's a body here that, uh, that you know, that uh, you're still playing this game somehow. So for me, anyway, really getting that the voice in my head wasn't me, that I was no longer under, you know, any compulsion to ha- have any commitment to to believing or any of that stuff, the stuff that I was saying, and I realized that it was just a machine that operated according to programming rules, that changed the whole game for me. That was the end of the old me, period. And the new me, I mean, ultimately, I don't know how to talk about it. Language fails, because once you're outside the language machine, um... I don't, you know, language fails at that point. Okay, so we would we would need to be very precise about what waking up actually means. Well, like I said, for me, the, the best I've been able to come up with so far is really breaking identification with the voice. You know, I, I don't know any simpler way to say it. It doesn't sound very spiritual. doesn't sound very cosmic. But the impact that it had on me is immeasurable. Can you hear the people at the table next to me screaming and yelling? <laughs> I can, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're having a good time. <laughs> so I wouldn't know how much of that is uh, prevalent currently anywhere. Um, how much of what? How how many people walking around can have truly said be said to have transcended that identification with yeah. the language change? Oh, I think... Well, again, there's one thing. I think it's quite possible to have transcended it without knowing that you have transcended it, without having the language to say that specifically. So, I, I don't. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea what that means, and I and I, and I certainly have no idea what that would mean in another culture. You know, in another language group. 
for instance, uh, I'm reading a book about the Pitahan people who live in the jungle, in the Amazon jungle. And they have a very peculiar language. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just at a complete loss. I can really only speak about about my own experience uh, having an English-programmed language machine. And this concept of self that exists in other cultures, in other languages, may be so different than what I experience as to be, well, really just like a, another universe. Well, how do you like this daylight savings time? Mm. <laughs> here it is, 5.30, and the sun is blasting through the windows here at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It wish my it's so dark in the morning now. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, I wish my house wouldn't be so cold. No matter how well, hot it is outside, it's still cold in here. Well, that'll be a blessing in the summer. And as the earth continues to warm, <laughs> you're gonna, we're all going to move in with you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wanted to send you a link. Uh, I think I sent it a few days ago. It wouldn't play for you. Um, I remember something vaguely not playing, but I mean, since it didn't play, I don't have much of a memory of it. <laughs> yeah, it should it, it was just an MP3 file on a server. It should have played, like you play yeah. any MP3. Yeah, yeah, many things should be. Uh, you know, it might have just been some momentary glitch when I dialed in or something. Give it to me again, and um, we'll see. Uh, okay. You mean right now? Well, you can just put the link in the room. I'll copy it and, and um, you know, check mm -hmm. it out later. Okay. <laughs> you listen I think it was like minute 19 up to minute 24 oh I remember what it is it wasn't oh yeah that it the thing is you know it, it hold on here Yeah. 
I don't know what's what's going on, but when I when that window opened, it, it it played last time, but I get no time cues. I have no idea. You know, usually it has little numbers that says how far you're into it, and, you know. But I get no controls or anything. It just starts playing, and I can't do anything. I can't move it ahead. I can't I can't do anything with it, and I have no I can't just move up to a minute 19. I'll try a different browser next time. Maybe maybe it'll work uh, in Firefox or something. But if you you do have, hold on, let me. Uh, you do have uh, the times you because I can just listen to the whole thing and keep time myself. So what what's the time that you want me to hear in particular? Dave. I I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> can you hear can you hear me? I can hear you. That's okay. I, I, yeah. my my problem. Um okay, I was saying uh, mi uh minute 18 up to uh second 57. I'm sorry. 18 minutes 57 seconds. Oh, 18:57. Oh, geez, that means yeah. I'm going to have to listen to the whole goddamn thing to get to the part I'm supposed to hear. 18:57. Maybe I can, well, anyway, yeah, 18.15.7 to... Up to 23.11. Okay. I'll try and figure out a way to make that work. And this is Ken Wilbur talking? Uh, yeah. It's just a point that I think it'd be interesting to hear your response. Yeah, 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 okay. I'll uh, I'll figure out a way to make this work. I've got it now. And, uh, you know... Maybe a different audio player. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll figure, or maybe I can just download the file and and uh, do it that way. Yeah, so yeah, I'll figure it out. Mm, okay. We talked out. Captain John. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, well, Dave, thanks again for uh, coming in and putting up with my picky linguistic stuff. <laughs> I I appreciate it that you put up with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know none of this can be said in an absolute sense. No, that, that is absolutely true, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that was my uh, language machine just running automatically. Well, but I guess I'm just the uh, go for the close enough uh, uh, category. Um, I I don't think. Well, I have chosen not to do that. I, is all I can say. I, I for me, I've decided that that's not good enough. Hmm. That um, yeah, but that's me. You know, like I said, style. I guess, I, and plus, you know, my commitment to this language language thing. Um, you know, since I couldn't do everything, I had to pick up, pick off something that I could sort of specialize in. You know, so anyway, I didn't have to. I just chose to do it that way. So, well, because it was important to me. I guess that's it. Maybe I didn't have a choice. I don't know, but that's the way I am. So. 
Well, that's the way. No, see, that's just all bullshit. Never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> My language machine is severely disturbed. <laughs> Okay, Dave. Um, then let's let's call it a night. Thank you, uh, as mm -hmm. always. It's a pleasure, and um, I'll talk to you next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.